Hello, welcome to another episode of Night Coffee with Nat. And I have my really close friend, Stuart O'Keefe on today. Please look me up on YouTube under Natalie Rotano. My, uh, my Instagram is supernat444. Subscribe to us. We have so many fun things coming up. And uh, look for me on my website at natalierotano.net. Here we go. Stuart O'Keefe, celebrity chef, author, fitness enthusiast, and my friend. Welcome to Night Coffee with Nat. Cheers! Thank you for having me. I love when you say fitness enthusiast. I mean, I leave your classes when you go. Like, <laughs> well, I that's what I was going to say. Like, uh, that's exactly how we met, right? You met with me and uh, he's one of my students. Mm -hmm. Obviously, that's how it all starts. And I would go, and I would actually go and like pay for like twenty classes, and then just leave. I would actually never do the classes. Like I think, like, I would go in and like spend like fifteen minutes, and I'm like, this is too much. I gotta go. Well, he would come to my classes when I used to teach at Barry's in Los Angeles. And one day I was at Sir with you, Sid, and we walked out, and he was like, Oh, there's my teacher. Like, I don't even look what I, what I have on my plate right now. And I was like, Oh, I'll see you tomorrow. You're and then we just kept our friendship up. And then when he came to New York, he would take my classes, actually not take my class, come in for a couple of minutes and then leave. So I would do a red eye. And I'm like, oh, I can take a Tuesday like class at like 9 a.m. I mean, worst. It was the worst thing I ever Because did. always on a what? Tuesday. It was always on a Tuesday. Button leg day. He hated Everybody hates buddy. Legs class. Everybody wants a nice butt. Everybody wants nice legs, but they don't want to take the class. Yeah. Yeah. It's the hardest class. It is the hardest class. It you is know the, that. Yeah, it is the hardest class of the week. But anyways, that's why I say unenthusiast now instead of enthusiast. You are. We're, we, no, are we work I out do. together all the time. We do intensives. We call them intensives, don't we? Yep. He comes to my house and then we go down to my little gym and we do little weight workouts together. And then we go up and then we, we're going to get around to it, watch our favorite show of the week. Is it? Housewives. The Housewives. The Housewives. We watch Housewives New York and Beverly Hills together. Yes, That's always. It. That's the only two I watch. Should we work out first? Then we order probably something bad. <laughs> what Thai food? What's the place that we? Thai want? food, Galanga Thai in it's LA. Really it's like Gardner and Santa Monica. Super yummy, and um, we eat and we watch both of those Housewives. Mm -hmm. We'll get around to that being our favorite. But we're. But I wanted to just take it way back. I was reading your foreword and the beginning of your book and said that you became a cook because you loved hanging out with your mom. Yeah. And she she cooks from love, not labor, right? Yeah, I mean, she must have cooked from love because she runs a business like nine to six every day. She's a woman's clothing store and then she would make, she would make meals for like my two brothers and sister like every single morning. She would get up like seven in the morning, prep everything, I mean, that's exhausting. And then going to work and all our meals would be made for the... the and you day. have how many siblings? Uh, three. Three siblings. Two brothers and one sister. Two of them live in Ireland. One lives in France. And um, she loves to cook. Like, she must have because, I mean, cooking is exhausting. Like, it's 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 a lot. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, if you don't it's know what you're doing, it's even harder. And, you know, you have to have all, like, the right equipment, pots and pans and so forth. And I just have a lot of patience. And she did. And... And then she would go to work all day and then come home. I'd help her prep the meal. In the you were like time. her sous chef. Yeah. Like how I'm your sous I'd chef. I'd peel right? like vegetables and things like that right. for her. Like really simple things. I mean, I'm a, I'm a chef enthusiast and he's a fitness enthusiast. So that's how come we work so well together. Yeah. 
but I call him for every little bitty thing, like how long will I cook broccoli? Eight minutes of boiling, and then to yeah. boom. And then it's, it's like, almost. oh, and then throw it in there, saute it with this, and then like, okay, boom, 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 and I do it. It's always cooking healthy. But you said that uh, also one of your, somebody near and dear to your heart is your aunt, Derry. My aunt, yeah. And was she a big, uh, she was a, used to bake. A lot of desserts. She would make like her meal, uh, her meals for her husband as well every day, but then I, she used to always make, bake like pies and tarts and desserts. Was it every day? Did you just cut She those? always had something sweet in the evening for her husband. So Did I they live close to you? Just up the street. And yeah, you, like maybe like from, a 10 minute walk. You're like from a small town in Dublin. Small I'm town like, in um, County Tipperary. I went to school in Dublin. Okay. And then um, I was born and raised in a small town called Nina. N-E-N-A-G-H. We're going to go, right? We're going to go somewhere. I'm we totally gotta going. Go. With, I'm good. I always like it's beautiful it's really really beautiful yeah very really green, like right? it very green um it's beautiful in the summertime it's a great country if you can only put a roof on it that's what they say <laughs> it's beautiful it really is um but uh yeah it's but did aunt deary live near you guys yeah i'm only like a like 10 minute walk oh really from okay my home. yeah yeah i would do my homework after school mm-hmm. at like 2 33 o'clock i'd spend like three hours there until my parents were done closing the store at six, and now I'd go down to the store and then we'd go home together. So I would do all my homework. And it was a clothing store? It was a woman's clothing store, yeah. Okay. Nice. So, so mom was more savory and my aunt was more desserts. Nice. And she would like buy me a piece of chocolate cake every day. There was a cafe around the corner, and like I would have, Are I certainly would free? have like this, like the darkest, richest chocolate cake um, every day. I mean, I was just, I was a whale. Like, I wasn't like huge, but like, I mean, oh, you can't have a piece of chocolate cake every single day after school. I did. I guess you can when you're a kid. Who cares, right? But Wait, so you were a little overweight as a child? Yeah, and then when I moved to Napa Valley after, when I went to culinary school, okay. I mean, that was just eating at nice dinners every single night, drinking wine at the wazoo. Like, it Wait, was... Do you have a before picture? Before I have to... Before now, before not, after now. <laughs> um, well, now you're so vain. You're on TV and everything. Like, so well, it's you like, can't be. and it's ever since I moved to Los Angeles, it is more health driven here. And yeah, the TV thing helps. And but you know, I kind of it's hard being a chef because I love to eat so much. Your food, yeah. What really. you, what's your favorite food? This, okay, ribs, right? Sure, we know that. Like, okay, like favorite like bad foods, I guess for you. Yeah. Like, what's your favorite okay, comfort like, food? Ribs, like chicken wings, like I love. Like uh, ribs would be my number one. Okay. Um, Do you have a favorite ribs place in Los Angeles that you like to go to? Um. No, I'm really bad. Like, I always like to order like ribs from those like dirty Chinese places around the corner. Like, apparently they just have the best one. Now look. When I make them, that recipe for my cookbook, like they're my favorite ribs okay. like to make, okay, if I'm doing it myself. But there's like, LA is a hard place to find great ribs. I feel like, like we have to like travel like 45 minutes from like Hollywood yeah. to go find. There is some places in the valley that are really good, I've heard. There's been one or two places. Have I've you been ever to. been to Uncle Andre's? I think that's where William took me once. That's the jam. It's right on. Is it on like Park. a strip mall kind of type thing? It's really small, but it's in on Moor Park and um. I think that's Colfax. It. That sounds about right. I went there one um, day, and it was really good. I used to eat there too and gain like I was like, we're not gonna stop this, and I'm gonna need to cook healthy. <laughs> okay, this can't be a two to three time a week deal. So. I know it's. it's just What's so your favorite dessert? It. 
Favorite dessert. I love a really good pineapple upside down cake. Really? That's one of my favorite desserts. Yeah. Is it hard to make? No, it's super easy. You make it in a cast iron skillet, like you know, you caramelize the brown sugar, and then you, you place all the pineapples at the bottom, and then you make kind of like a white cake mix, and you pour it in, and you just pop it in the oven, and then it just flips out. It's like the best. Mm -hmm. There's a place in Napa Valley, Cindy's Backstreet Kitchen, had the best pineapple upside down cake, and I was obsessed ever since I had that. And then there's another dessert that I had at Mustard's Grill up there. Mm -hmm. It was a hazelnut chocolate torte, and they served it with like a Jack Daniels ice cream with like a bourbon caramel sauce. Like it was insane. But like all the combinations together was just so good. Um, How long did you live in Napa Valley? Two years. Really? From 2004 to 2006. And you were, were studying there or you were working there? I was there? working there at a hotel, Meadowood. Oh, really? Yeah. So I did like, I was a purchasing manager, I was a restaurant manager, I was in a chef, I was doing banquets, I did every position you in the hotel. You were doing the whole situation. Well, the that's whole. the way you learn. Do yeah. everything and then you learn how to do whatever After, you're mastering yeah. at the most. After college, they're like, just go here, get experience, go for two years, and do a multiple, do all these different positions. And so I did all those positions and found out I hated all those positions. Oh my goodness. So then I was like, okay, I need to go down to Los Angeles and I really want to be a host. I really want to do TV, and um, and that's uh, yeah. Uh, so you wanted to be a host. That that's gonna you know that's gonna really curtail us into your big uh, being the face of Tupperware. Oh yeah, that's funny. Yeah, let's that do that. Let's one. go there. That was so you uh, the face of Tupperware. So I was yeah. That was the first job I ever got. It was Chase. an infomercial, right? It was no. I was their spokesperson for two years for their global spokesperson. So wait a second. You wanted to put cooking on the back burner, and I wanted to do. I wanted to be a host and use cooking as a way to do it. Got it. Okay. So kind of like what you're doing now. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I didn't want to be like this entertainment host. I was like. I don't really care about that too much, so it's like that's not gonna work. I bet you'd care if you had uh, the cast of Housewives sitting around you. I know, oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Just um, a dream. Okay, so go ahead. You had get you... nothing done. But um so I uh, yeah, they hired me to be their spokesperson. I did that for two years. I would, would travel, travel all over the states, like Midwest, like these small little hotels and these Tupperware ladies will host these like these giant Tupperware parties, right? So all of these- Like little, how many people would there be? Like, it could be like from 100 to like, to 500. And then I would how do- How old were you then, then? I was, that was 2008, so why was we in 10 years ago? Oh wow. Like yeah, 10 really years ago, so. I'm 30, so I was 26, 27, yeah. And um, it was insane because they loved the brand so much and they were just obsessed with like selling it and- Is Tupperware kind of like a multi-level marketing? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like an Avon thing. Oh. So like, but like, I just, and they make so much money doing it and like, really? that there's some of these, there's amazing stories where like some of these women had like nothing going on in their life or like their husband kicked them out and they had no money and they were living in this one bedroom apartment and they, some woman was selling Tupperware and found her and she went to one of these meetings and then she joined it and now she has like three houses, four cars. Like it, that's the kind of stories that They're you hear. real? Yeah. And that's how what they get you. What doing doing this? There's always Tupperware. They're, they're going for it though. Mm -hmm. Look, when you're doing that, that's your life. Like you, but it was amazing. There were great people. They were really, really fun people. And then you have, a, you have like a fan base from that, right? Yeah. 
it was women great. would like follow you out to your hotel. Oh room. yeah, I had like escorts and everything to my car or to my hotel room and like they were they, trying to throw themselves. The housewives would, would throw themselves like, at you. They would rename like my name wouldn't be under Stewart like at the hotel, it'd be under something else. It's like so Jay Z. I was. <laughs> You're like the Jay Z of Tupperware. And so You're it really was amazing. I mean, um, I got it. Um, um, but. We did that, yeah, we did that for two years, and then I went on Private Chefs of Beverly Hills on Food Network. Okay. Now, did you do, you, you did the show where you would go into, um... People's homes. On MTV. No, like Cribs? No, that's what you did. You know? <laughs> Duh. <laughs> um, we, no, wasn't there a show where a chef goes in, to, was it on VH1 or something like? A TLC, like the Take Home Chef? Something like that. Or Curtis Stone? No, that was another one. Maybe, maybe this was know. one where like there were six of us, so we'd be paired in groups of two, and we'd go into these people's homes right. and we'd cook a dinner party, and then the drama would happen. We'd forget something, or the woman would change her mind, and, okay. and we want to kill her. Kind of like what happened the other day, whenever we went to uh, work at the other. Restaurant. Oh yeah, we had like. <laughs> oh, that's when I when I assist uh, Stu. But we were good in the kitchen. This is like by by the way, this is my outfit. My chef jacket, I used to cook next to him when I'm assisting him. And this is what we have to wear, all black, right? Yeah, it's just it's All easy. black everything, just even easier. heels, easier. I follow directions. I'm in uniform. You do, you do, you do anything. Anything I ask you to do, you do it right. Uh, yeah, I even help the maids clean. I'm a big, very big, as long team as I have player. my team player, and as long as I have my rubber gloves, I'm good. Gotta have the rubber gloves. Um. My God, yeah. So we so did you went that. Down and, you're, and you did that, and then what? What was the next thing you started cooking for? Name me your top three favorite celebrities you cooked for. Um, that you liked the most. That you loved. Well, I liked. I don't know if I can say their names. Why not? If it's good. Um. They're celebrities, they hire People chefs. that turned up to dinner parties that I worked at that were really nice were like, you know, Jennifer Aniston, Jason Bateman, um, Jane Fonda was super sweet. Um, Jason Bateman said that like, my food was amazing. Eat? Jennifer Aniston said I made the best flowerless chocolate cake. Ooh, I like that. We need to I do like that. that. I need to show you how to do that. It's okay. really, really good. And um, yeah, there's just, you know, we did the Kardashians once, like years and years ago, before they before they blew up, and they were super nice as well. And um, there's lots, there's just lots over the years I can't even remember. Cindy Crawford's birthday, that was a super fun one okay. in Malibu. Okay. Super super sweet. She seems like. And I didn't amazing. know I was cooking for her birthday until she walked into the kitchen. And you're like, and you, know, okay. you see that beauty mark, and you're like, okay, it's her, you know. Yeah, she's kind of hard to like mix. Yeah. Mess. She's exactly the same. It always like it's gross. It's just, gross. It's just it sucks. Um, but yeah, she's pretty. Kinda. Uh, what about a bad experience? Obviously, you can't say the name, but everybody like there was like one lady, but like I don't think she was a celebrity, and mm -hmm. like where she was just rude on the phone and just like you know I don't think you can pull this off and I was like you know maybe you're right maybe you should hire somebody else I said I was about to head over to your house to cook a fabulous dinner for you but I said you're being so rude to me I said I'd rather just cook for my friends and invite five of them over here oh my god and I didn't god. turn up and I just left her cold no it was way. the only time I've ever like cancelled on somebody really but it just I just 
Well, so I, I had this start. gut feeling that she yeah. was going to be a nightmare before I went there, and it's like, I can cook for anybody, but once you start being rude for me, rude yeah. to me, it's like, really, dude, like I'm not, I'm too old for that now. Yeah, nobody's nobody should be at any age treated yeah. like shit. The end. Um, you recently became a citizen of the United States, yeah. and that's today you voted. Today I voted as a United States citizen. citizen. I know it was weird. She's like, I walked in, I was. She's like, Have you been here before? And I was like, No. I said, I just became a You're citizen like last year. You're yeah, I'm, very political. Mm -hmm. I, I got into it here. It, I really, really got really into it. Really a yeah. Hillary fan. Yeah, big I time. I mean, you were like, if you go out in New York during the uh, during the election, and it was just like he was glued to his phone, watching every single second of like any update, yeah. right? It was crazy. I mean, this is the craziest thing ever to happen in history. I think ever, never. It's like, yeah, nobody will ever forget that, you know. No, we won't. No, we won't. <laughs> we're still not forgetting him. Yeah, we're definitely not forgetting him. <laughs> what um. What is your favorite meal to cook from this book? From that book? Let's talk about the book for a second because if you didn't watch the beginning part, Stu has a book called The Quick Fix. The Quick Six Fix. We get the name right. I mean, it's you own Stu it. Stu has a book, The Quick Six Fix. Why do you call it The Six Fix? It's called the quick six fix because it was six ingredients, six minutes prep, six minutes cleanup. And so I don't like cleaning up in the kitchen. I don't. I'm getting better and better at it. But the six ingredient thing was always kind of an idea I had for a TV show back in Ireland. And um, and we never. And these suck. are yummy meals. They're not. They're all. Trust me. They're like they're, they're healthy, but they're yummy. They're not like it's not. Like I, your I mean, new, it's I not mean, going to be your like your here, diet book. Here's yeah. the thing. I don't know, but like. Here's the thing, a lot of these meals are just like nice meals. The whole thing about dieting and all that kind of stuff, right. and that maybe you'll agree diet's with me. You, diet's diet. You, diet's diet, first of all. But, but like, everybody likes a good salad. If you can, if you made or ate any of these books, like this, for example, like the pan-seared cod with the succotash, like that's super healthy. Health wasn't in my head writing this book when I was doing it, but after it was done and going through all the recipes, right. I was like, this is actually pretty healthy, like as a, as a cookbook. And um, I mean, like the ribs are obviously they're a bit heavier, but here's the thing: it's all about portions. If you like do that book, and um, you don't, you know, have three portions or you know two portions, or you only going to have one, you'll be eating well. Just portion control, I think. Um, that's what we just made. We just, yeah, that was yummy. Angel pear, shrimp, tomatoes, and lemon. This is super. That was that very you know good. I mean? And with the capellini pasta, you never need that much pasta. I think when you're making any pasta dish. And that's where a lot of the calories is, is in like the pasta, or if you have a pretty heavy cream sauce or something like that. Right. Um, but this like tomato-based sauces in like pasta and like Italian cooking, I always think they're super, super healthy. Yeah. Um, What's that's, a great salad, summer salad? Summer salad in this, in the book, summer salad? Or yeah. I have another one, I make this butter lettuce salad. You've been with me, I think, when I've made it before, yeah. where it's just like butter lettuce, with like a simple like mustard vinaigrette and you just get fresh herbs like tarragon parsley and chives and sprinkle it all over and it's super crunchy, super summery and it's like really light and then you would have just like you know a nice piece of salmon with it or like chicken with it and you know and, and that's it. Um, What's your favorite one from the book? Favorite one from the book? I like the Hail Kale Butter 
buttermilk chicken salad. What's the, what's the, it's made out of buttermilk? It's a buttermilk, so it's like a buttermilk ranch dressing. Ooh. But it's a homemade buttermilk ranch dressing. It's way better than that stuff in the bottles. Okay, so you make so the dressing I don't want to talk scratch. about Hidden Valley here. You know, we're not we're not talking about that or that powdered stuff that you add with mayo like oh um so and dip chips in it remember that to order three pizzas and then we're away with it then housewives are on. um that one's a good one fingerling kale fingerling potato and bacon salad that's good you could take you could substitute for turkey bacon you can make any of these healthy right if you want to um you can always add protein into any of them the simpler bread salad's good with the end Lentils, mm -hmm. which is really really nice. Um, yeah, there's great the soups. I'm such a soup guy. As well. Are I you? love to make soups. Yeah, any. Soups it doesn't are matter. Really good when you're trying to watch your weight. I think so. And look, here's the thing. Like, unless they're from a can, because they're filled with too much, way too much sodium. Yeah. yeah. Preserved. If you make a big pot of soup, you can just you can make freezer up to six months. Put it in an airtight container, freezer container, and. Um, It'll last, but here's the thing, even if it is like 85, 90 degrees outside, my whole thing is like, when you're heating the soup up, don't heat it up boiling hot. Just bring it to just a nice warm, so you're not sweating when you're eating it and it's hot outside. You, you want the goodness there in it, but it's the temperature that starts making you sweat. Well, you sweat anyways, outside. you're like a sweater. I'm a sweater. I mean, like Hot it up. Not when I go to your class because I don't want to do exercises. He just leaves. Why would you even sweat? He's like, he walks in, like does a couple of bicep curls, like, you know, I'm tired. I'm like, out of here, Mike. Do you want to get lunch afterwards? Yeah, meet me, when I, meet me when you're done teaching. How you doing? So funny. Well, you're going to be on a show coming up, but we're going to wait until yeah. and announce that. But... We'll do another one. We'll come back to yeah. another one and stuff. Because he'll be, well, I don't know if I'm going to book you. You'll be too big of a star. No, I will be. You're like I mean, one of my best friends. It's I like, know. Hi. But speaking of reality shows, uh, let's talk about our favorites. Our what favorites. is your favorite? We love to get food. We're, we're, we're like, want, like love eating in front of the TV um, and watching our favorite shows together so we can laugh about it. Put it on pause, talk about it, talk about When we person. start watching shows at 9 o'clock, we don't actually get done until 11.30 at night. But right. it's only a 45-minute show because right. Natalie loves to stop, have a 20-minute conversation, and then we go back to watching. Oh, my God. Alicia used to kill me because I used to like, oh, my God, rewind, rewind, and, like, say one thing, say one thing, say one thing. Like, I love doing that. I'm like, I'm like isn't that Tuesday at, like, 8 a.m.? I'm like, what happened? Did, wasn't, did I come here yet Tuesday at, like, 10? It's like, it's like... <laughs> just spend the night over and wake up, I come more pissing play. But um, we like, well, my two favorites are Beverly Hills and New York. That's it. They're the only two I watch because I think there's just too many of them. Yeah. You pick your favorites and that's it. You know, there's you so much really better TV it. out there too, you know. And I want to I want to talk about one of your biggest accomplishments. And it's when you played the bartender on Watch What Happens Live. Oh, yeah. No. It was some of your best work. I mean, you crushed it. <laughs> when I was doing the weighing scales, I was weighing stuff. You were wasn't really I? like you were back the there. Time, right? I was like, there he is, just, killing the game. Just kidding, the game. <laughs> oh my god! Actually, was everybody watch what watch what happened mm -hmm. live, so it was fun, right? Yeah, that was fun. I wish there was. And you love and Andy's better a people. And he's and he's a friend. He's great. And he even mentioned you in his book. He did. Yes. He did. It's not a secret. It's not a secret. So. You're, you're already so famous, I don't even know what to do about that. Um, who's your favorite? I don't have a figurine, though. 
That's right. And I love the way he calls my uh, action figure a figurine. It's amazing. That's what it's called, right? Isn't that what it's called? Like, or like what? Like An action figure. But like, a Barbie is not an action figure. It's like Can a figurine. Can we have the appearance of the action figure, please? Thank you. Like, you're um, not G.I. Jane, okay? <laughs> so I found out that she had one, so I scoured eBay for it. And I think I got, like, the other rest of the cast. Like, you're going to get... I was like, they don't matter to me. Here's the thing. What's going to happen is, like, you're going to end up getting one with a bunch of, like, knives and pots and pans. And it's going to be you in an apron. That's going to be your figurine. You got a hair of 16. <laughs> They're doing great these days, aren't they? I have, a, society, I have but an the, American Eagle, like right there. Those guys aren't. I'm not playing. I'm you're really not playing. You got guns. No. Never am. What's the, is that like TV. a stand in the back? Because I'm not going to open it. No, don't open it. That's that's like that's for me. Well, if you'd like to open it and like be up close and personal <laughs> with it, then you that is the stand. I put it in my bathroom beside my Smurf. <laughs> I'm just Smurf, like badly Smurf, like a mirror. Makes sense. Well, you're going to get your figurine, action figure, cooking action figure, from, you know, your upcoming TV shows. I know. You've been on a lot of happen. shows, though. I've been on a lot of shows. It's what was your favorite old. one to do? What do you, okay. I think the kids one was. The Stove Tots. Yeah. Where I would reprimand the kids. We did that on FYI. Any, and, brat, um, any bratty kids? Or were they sweet? Oh, some of them were the worst. Really? Yeah, and their parents that like, wouldn't control them, and, um... They were tough, like they, and you could see the kids were so like the parents. You're like, okay, well, that's where they got that from. Yeah. Well, and um, it was unbelievable. Yeah. How it always is. Yeah. Always. So. What? Uh, who? Who is your mentor? Your cooking mentor outside of your mom and aunt Terry? Do you have somebody like? I think growing up we had. Um, she's still around. Uh, Doreen Allen, she's like the Martha Stewart of Ireland, okay. and so I would wa grow up watching her all the time. She would do like Christmas specials, and she had these books called Simply Delicious, and we'd always, I'd always choose desserts from that. And um, so yeah, that's from my early childhood. Like, that's why I would watch on TV all the time. So there's actually uh, an Ireland Martha Stewart. Yeah, I've actually met Martha Stewart before. She's super cool. I gotta go back on Chopped. Oh, I'm right to chop. Yes. She's on chop now. I need to go back on and be another judge. Yeah. Well, It'll happen. It's just tell her now and Lisa hi. It's fine. It um, in this point in your life, what is your mantra? Do you have a mantra that you live by? Um, yeah. I always say to myself, if things don't work out, I always try and be like, you know what? It wasn't meant to be put it over your shoulders and just go on to the next one and just keep going on to the next one, on to the next one, on to the next one. That's why I always say when I don't get something, if I'm very good, if I get disappointed or anything, I'm like just on to the next, let's go. Pick up your chin, pick, pick yourself up and just Isn't go. there something about that in the forward in your book, like not to worry about? Yeah, I always kind of like just, I, even just like with cooking in general, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like don't, don't stress out about it. Like it's fine, if you get it wrong, do it again and you'll get it eventually. Right. Yeah. And then um, the last thing is, what do you give zero fucks about? What do I give zero fucks about? At this stage, what people think of me, I don't give a shit. That's always anymore. like that's the best. That's the best answer. Because uh -huh. I did. Because I did when I first moved here. Right. I cared a lot, and then just throughout the years of being in Los Angeles, it's just like 
you just, you know what, as me and you say, we just yep. go for it. Just go for, just it. Go for it. Like, it. don't let anything hold you back. Yep. Don't let anyone that ever told you anything stick in your head. That's their own uh -huh. opinion, right? That's so we're going to wrap it up. Thank you for tuning in to Night Coffees with Nat. If you're in New York, Jan, uh, June 14th at Macy's, Macy's. 6 p.m., go to Macy's.com and Herald Square. Check out Stuart O'Keefe, Celebrity Chef. He'll be there. And uh, I can't wait to have you back on after the show comes out. Woo-hoo! Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>